We always have to see if we have power. Power is the key. Power, or the lack thereof, is what brings many people to meditation. But each of us has to ask ourselves, why? Why am I interested in meditation? What do I want to get out of it? Of course, at the highest level of truth, there's nothing to get out of it because meditation is not a doing. It is the act of being. And we are simply realizing who and what we already are and have always been and always shall be. And so it is the simplest act in the world and even beyond the world. It doesn't require any techniques, methodologies, theoretical understanding, or any time process. It's instantaneous because being is timeless. But then for the ego that is identified as an entity in time and space, then it's something else. Then meditation is something you do because the ego is a doing, not a true being. And so the ego always asks, how do you do it? And then even when you explain how you do it, they say, well, why is it so hard? And of course it isn't really. And, and thousands of techniques have been created over the years, staring at candle flames, repeating mantras, breathing exercises, asana practice, and walking meditations, every other kind of meditation you can imagine. That is an excuse to simply not have to be. And so when real meditation begins is when one is sick of the doing, when is sick of one's own ego, when is sick of one's own mind. That's when it starts. You're sick of the repetition, the banality, the games you play with yourself, the way the mind deceives you, the garbage in, garbage out, the whole process of, of not being present, being in the future, being in the past, being there, being here, wishing you were somewhere else. Life is elsewhere, famous novel by Milan Kundera. Life is always elsewhere. I'm always missing out in the ego, right? Somebody is having more fun than I am. Why am I sitting here meditating when I could be at the bar having fun, right? Or doing something else. The mind is always creating some kind of an obstacle. It's only when you're sick of all of that and you realize that the world is a mirage that you get serious about meditation. Until then, you're just dabbling at it, playing at it, and you won't get very far with it. Because meditation is the most serious thing that one can do. And it means giving up one's own sense of being a separate individual. And one has built up and invested so much on, on the ego's image of itself that it presents to the world and to itself to prove that it's a somebody when we know that all of this is a charade, that underneath that that bold exterior, if there is one, is a, a collapsing terror of being a, an imposter or of not being able to stand behind what you're saying or doing. Or there's a, an inverse narcissistic pattern in which one is always feeling unworthy, filled with guilt, filled with all of those other anxieties that the ego builds itself on. Or it's usually a combination of both, right? The Mobius strip of the superiority complex merging into the inferiority and going through this roller coaster ride over and over again. And it's when you become the observer of all of that and say, okay, I am done. 
I've had it. The pleasure that the ego ride gives me is not worth the suffering that results from it. I've weighed it in the balance. And now I want detachment. I'm ready for vairagya. That's when the real act of meditation gets serious. And at that stage it's called tapasya. This is when the fire of yoga, the yoga agni, begins to blaze up and you're really burning away the ego traits, the sanskaras, the bluffs, the defense mechanisms, the games the ego plays in order to try to maintain some sense of security and stability and consistency that isn't real. And it lets that go in order to find what is real. And at at that point the ego must become very humble and admit that it is in fact a mystery to itself, who and what one really is. We can always ask, uh, who am I, and think we have an answer, and think we understand what it means to be present. But the real presence that we're speaking of is not the presence of an ego that is always filtered through a deceptive false consciousness, but the divine presence, the supreme presence. And that presence can never be grasped, it can never be held, it can never be understood intellectually, it can never be pinned down like a butterfly on an, in an exhibit, it can never be objectified. And so by definition it is the mystery. It is the great mystery of the self. And the only way this mystery can be solved is by realizing it, not by trying to theoretically grasp it and put it in a box and say, okay, I am now the master of this and I can go on to something else. There's nothing like that possible with the supreme being. And that can only happen when we withdraw all of our investments from the outer world, from our career and profession and relationships and our money in the bank and all of our things and identifications and withdraw them into the source of that consciousness and return to the essence and stand naked in the self, abiding as the self without any form, without any identity, without any future. And so in, in Japanese Zen, it is often said, you, you either turn your back on the world or you turn your back on Tao. If you turn your back on the Tao, then you're in the illusion, you're in the samsara. But it's not really turning your back on it. It's realizing that the samsara, the world, is only a reflection of the Tao. Now you want to pull back that energy from its reflected form, the pratibimba, to use the Sanskrit, into the bimba, the archetype. And then from the archetype, even deeper within, to the very source which is not only the light, but the source of the light. It's beyond even the light. That's why we can't define the self even as light or as love. Those are are also derivatives that come as uh, rays of the effulgence of this presence. But we cannot define it with any words. Even Satchirananda does not define the self. Sat is the most archetypal word that has been developed for this, or om is another one, but they are not descriptions. They are only pointers to that which cannot be described. And so the only way to reach that ultimate state, which is what we are, is through letting go of all that we appear to be, of all that the mind projects, of language itself, of imagery, 
of everything that is an object in consciousness until we reach a state of purity of awareness. And in that presence, when the mind lets go of even believing that what it is present to is occurring in the brain or is occurring in any localized area, in any phenomenal world, one breaks through the final frame in which we have tried to put reality and then we enter into the infinite. And that infinite can be understood as nothingness or the all or the infinitesimal. It doesn't matter. Even, even the infinite can come in many forms for the intellect, but it's, it's beyond all of that as well. And it's when the, when the mind, the consciousness abides nowhere, focuses on nothing, but is absolutely present and alert and aware but with a focus that has no aim, no object, that there is perfect clarity. And then everything is seen exactly as it is, without a perspective, without a, an egoic veil, without any kind of separation between subject and object. That's what we're aiming for. And in that state, if it is held long enough, the ego structures will dissolve into this realization. And the karma, the patterns of the ego, will not be able to maintain themselves after a certain amount of time and they'll dissolve. And then that's liberation. But there's no one who's liberated any longer. The one who's liberated dissolved. So that's all we're doing in meditation, is realizing and maintaining that realization without falling back into, guess what I learned in my meditation, or wow, wasn't that great, or this was a terrible meditation because I didn't get what I wanted, or any of those commentaries that interrupt the eternal presence. And when we maintain that long enough, we are free. That's all. It's very simple, and there's no more suffering after that. So nothing can be simpler than this. Simply be Okay, let's meditate.